Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You are listening to the Awesomers episode number 124. That's right, awesomers.com podcast series episode number 124. All you need to do is go to awesomers.com slash 124 to find today's show notes and details. Now today my very special guest is Rob Jackson. And Rob has been around the block a number of years in the e-commerce space, particularly as it relates to analytics, attribution, and now is very deep into machine learning and how all of these technologies can apply to e-commerce businesses. Rob is one of the guys that I respect the very most and you know him and his partner and so many others um, in, in their organization have been so brilliant at bringing insights to organizations and that's ultimately what you need in in having good partners is somebody who can actually take you know raw data and turn it into valuable information and insights and I truly um, not just respect what they've done but I need what they do and so I want entrepreneurs out there to know that when you start thinking about e-commerce and attribution and you know understanding how to track across multiple devices maybe even across multiple channels that there's so much complexity involved with that that you need a really smart person uh, or a smart team even and Rob has been a part of these teams and has built those teams and we're going to talk about his origin story talk about where he came from and we may even lay a little new vocabulary on you that certainly some of the vocabulary was new to me let's jump into part one of this three-part series with Rob Jackson right now Hey everybody, Steve Simonson back again with another episode of the Awesomers.com podcast series. And today we're joined by my old buddy and uh, very smart guy, Rob Jackson. Rob, how are you, bud? I'm not too bad, Steve. It's great to see you, mate. Great to be here. It's, uh, it's certainly a pleasure to catch up, uh, especially with somebody with uh, such a storied career uh, in the e-commerce space. And Rob, I've, I'm already you know, going to give them kind of an intro and read in a little bit about your, your bio and, and so forth. But um, tell me, tell me if you will, where you live today and what takes up your time day to day. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I, just over a year ago, I moved to Lisbon in Portugal, uh, after exiting my last company, I sort of took some time off to go traveling and was basically, and, and get married, which was amazing. And, um, my wife and I were looking for somewhere cool and new to live. And uh, yeah, I've just sort of been reading so much about there's like a burgeoning tech scene in Lisbon. It's a real up and coming city in Western Europe. It's got um, 
incredible sort of tourist numbers have, have changed the landscape there and stuff. And yeah, we've been there a year, absolutely loving it. Um, for the last 12 months, I've sort of, I've been, I've been freelancing a bit, um, working with a couple of different sort of companies at different stages from startup to sort of companies going for series A. And uh, I've also been working with some good friends of yours at UK Flooring Direct. So, so probably, probably the, the, the job I'm doing most at the moment is I'm um, acting insight director for, for UK Flooring Direct uh, in, in Hinkley. Nice. Excellent. Well, there's no doubt there's a lot of work to be done in the e-commerce space and specifically as it relates to the gaining insights uh, for UKFD, there's a lot of work to be done there and they have a very sophisticated uh, view of the world as well. But uh, no doubt that, you know, kind of your experience and, and what led you to the point where you could exit your company and take a little bit of time and then freelance, that itself is an interesting story. So I want to kind of dive into that if, if we might. Sure. Um, so, but before we do that, I kind of like to get back to the very beginning and mm -hmm. I'm no master linguist, but I'm, I'm guessing that that is not the local Lisbon accent. So <laughs> where were you born? Let me tell let me find Ooh. out that. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm from Liverpool originally. Um, but my, my Liverpool accent has gone through a, a different, a, quite a few different metamorphosis stages. I, uh, I actually went to high school close to Warrington, which is halfway between Liverpool and Manchester. Um, so for people from the UK, people from Liverpool and Manchester have very different accents uh, up in the north of England. Um, and yeah, I went to, uh, went to university up there, but I've also lived in, in a bunch of different places. I've lived in, um, in Australia, went did some backpacking for a year there when I was younger. Uh, I also lived in London for, for nine years. And when you have such a strange accent as, as Liverpudlians do, or Scousers, as we're known in the UK, then what you find is you have to maybe neutralize your accent a little bit if you want people to, to hear you. So, so when I meet people, actually, they sometimes they struggle to place me exactly whereabouts I'm from, which I'm, I'm quite happy about as well. Yeah, that's funny. So uh, I want to just, for the, because this is the most important part of the show, is to figure out the name L Liverpudlians. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the, the, the plural or the nomenclature to go from Liverpool is yeah. Liverpudlians. Well, the, one of the great things about Liverpool is that we, we actually have our own our own dialect. Um, uh -huh. We we have we have we have a whole vocabulary of of, of curse words, which I, I don't <laughs> won't go into fully uh, for all the uh, listeners out there on the podcast. Um, but we we do actually have a very distinct um, set of words that are that are only only used in in, in Liverpool. Um, there's actually, if, if, if anyone's interested, I can highly recommend a, uh, a YouTube called Korean Billy. And it's a, it's a, it's a language teacher, a Korean language teacher who went to Liverpool and just was so astounded by the sheer, uh, difference in, in the English language in Liverpool that he, he created a whole blog about it. It became, it went viral in Liverpool. It, it, it got loads of, uh, views on YouTube. And, it, and if, if, if anyone's interested in, Hearing some of that Scouse vocabulary, then I highly recommend going and checking it out. I love it. Local Scouse uh, action coming to you. Hot talk, uh, hot <laughs> Scouse talk here on the Osmers podcast. And so if I'm doing the math right, we've got we've got Rob Jackson, who's a pretty famer, famous Liverpudlian. Uh, then we've got uh, Korean Billy, who's, you know, even maybe more famous. Uh, and then maybe the Beatles, maybe the most famous to come out of there. Is that right? Beatles are pretty famous, of yeah, course. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, Liverpool's a very 
very musical place, very artistic, very um, also very big on football, soccer as well. So we have a couple of famous teams from there. I, I actually read a really interesting book once called uh, Edgy Cities. Um, and it was actually a study about how the, the old world port cities, uh, so you look at places like uh, New York, like Boca in Argentina, like Naples and Marseille and these places, they actually have more in common with each other than they do their native countries. So people, you know, for hundreds of years whose lives were not um, affected by uh, milling the, like uh, tilling the land and doing the sort of agricultural route, People, people who, um, societies that evolved in ports were very much around the, the ebb and flow of the tide. So working day and night. So you've got people who are quite creative with how they make money sometimes. People are very musical, very impatient. They're a bit shifty sometimes. They have <laughs> often quite, quite different accents to the, to the native country that they're from. And so, yeah, it's a fascinating book that actually says, you know, these, these um these old world port cities actually have more in common with each other than than they do the rest of the country. That is fascinating. What was the title of that book, Rob? Edgy Cities. Edgy Cities. I like that. Mm. Uh, we'll try to get that in the show notes. Uh, I definitely I, I I like this whole idea that you know the the world even in the olden days was bigger than just the the local community, right? These port mm. cities were were kind of the first internet, if you will, right? Because they were the ones carrying the goods and carrying the language and customs and music and all of these various things. Absolutely. They began uh, a lot of the cultural changes that would happen across the world. It's a really good point. You think about the flow of ideas, of, of new foods and smells and spices and drinks. And yeah, I, I guess that's, a, I've never heard anyone say that, but that's a really interesting way to put it. It was the, the internet of the old days. Well, right. actually when, when you're from Liverpool, I mean, both sides of my family um, were dockers. And so I've got all these awesome uh, stories from my dad that, and his dad would go down to work on the docks and come back with records from the US or comic books from the US. And you think, wow. no, nobody had heard of DC Comics when my dad was a, a little boy, but he had this cherished stack of uh, of original DC comics that he used to get from his dad. And people from Liverpool, I, I think all of us have stories like that of, you know, the exciting things that would come into the city and when the world was a much less global place, so. It is a very uh, fascinating uh, bit of history. Now, you mentioned there, so we know that you're born in Liverpool um, mm. and it sounds like your dad uh, called a docker. This is some sort of dock worker, presumably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, how about your mom? What did she do? Any particular type of uh, work or stay at home, or what was her? My mom, yeah, my mom's a good old fashioned housewife. Um, she actually, like my mom, actually has stumbled across a a new line of income, which I'm in, I'm incredibly impressed by. So she actually tried to start an, an Etsy um, business last year, but as you know, with these things, it, it's very competitive when you when you come to the show maybe a little bit later than everyone else, and so. She was, she was like knitting and sewing and doing craft goods, but she, she sort of struggled to maybe um, to, to get enough sales to make it worthwhile. But she's actually found her niche. So my mum has an incredible eye for uh, porcelain, for classic and vintage porcelain. And so what she does, she goes to charity shops uh, around uh, the northwest of England and she spots very interesting pieces of porcelain that maybe... If you didn't have the eye for it, you, you wouldn't notice them because she knows all about the lineage of the different porcelain houses, who, who preceded who and things like that. 
And and that coupled with a great eye for a bargain, she's she's absolutely coining it. So she's she's buying these pieces of porcelain for like you know one pound or whatever, and then selling them for forty, fifty pounds through through Etsy and eBay and things. So my my mum's on on the road to becoming a internet entrepreneur, which makes me really proud actually. I love that. That is great. Yeah, and uh, you know again that uh, that whole idea of being you know f- around a community whether it's Liverpool or otherwise where it's dynamic and lots of things changing mm-hmm. and you talked about your dad with the you know being exposed to you know things coming in from other places uh, you know just being able to be dynamic and roll with the ideas that come in and, and I love it you know that your mom you know just in this past whatever year 12 months mm-hmm. uh, is able to kind of find her own way and that's mm-hmm. that's a, a good reminder for us all that you know, just finding whatever you're good at, whatever you have a passion for, mm. there's probably a way to turn that into something interesting and fun and maybe even money-making. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, how about any siblings, uh, Rob? Yes, um, two brothers, uh, both younger. Um, it's actually Colin's birthday today, so if he's out there listening. Happy birthday, happy Colin. Birthday, Colin. Yeah. Uh, Colin, he's younger, he's an electrical engineer. Um, so also slightly on the, on, the, on the tech side of things, I guess. Uh, and then the other brother is a, a, a DJ and a, and a music producer. Um, so, he, yeah, the, the definitely a, an arc of sort of different types of talent, but underpinned by some, by some technology as well. Um, it's, quite, it's quite interesting. I, say, I, I do see the three of us as a sort of Venn diagram. Um, <laughs> That's funny. We're, we're very, very similar, but there's, there's definitely things that, uh, that, that are different between us. Like Colin, for example, doesn't like dance music, but, but Graham and I do. And um, there's, there's certain types of books that uh, me and Graham are like that Colin want and stuff. So yeah, it's quite interesting that um, yeah, how we can be so similar, but so, so different at the same time. Well, you know, all the greatest sibling uh, relationships can be described by a Venn diagram. So uh, for those who don't know what a Venn diagram is, go Wikipedia. That That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, now that we've learned a little bit about your background, a little bit about, you know, kind of where you came from. We're going to talk about some of the defining moments that you uh, went through as you built your business and so forth. And we're going to do that right after this break. Hey, Amazon Marketplace professionals, congratulations on your success to date. Your creativity, strategic vision, problem solving, and discipline have allowed you to build your own e-commerce business. Wouldn't it be great if you had more time to focus on the things that truly drive the sales and growth of your company? Instead of getting lost in a dozen different services and countless spreadsheets, what if there was one system that connected to your Amazon account and automatically gave you the information that you needed to make great decisions and really impact your business? Parsimony ERP can do that. Parsimony is the business operating system for your marketplace business. With Parsimony, you get true double entry bookkeeping, easy financial statements, full customer service tools, and item by item profitability, along with project and task management, and more features are being added all the time. Learn more at parsimony.com. That's parsimony, P A R S I M O N Y.com. Parsimony.com. We've got that. Empower. The name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network, a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do. Because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. 
Okay, I'm going to jump in right here and we're going to pause uh, for today's episode and break this off into part one of our three-part series. Uh, I love hanging out with Rob. He's so fun. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to, to do business with Rob in the past in, in a variety of capacities. And I remember going to uh, a pub somewhere in England. I don't remember if we were in London at the time or if we were higher up in the Midlands. But uh, I think Rob uh, and or his partner, Adam, introduced me to the idea of what a scotch egg was. So for any of those uh, out there who are interested, go to Wikipedia or the interwebs and you can look up what a scotch egg was. Uh, It was very good. Uh, It was a pub food. I enjoyed it. So I credit not just all the brilliant analytics and all the e-commerce insights, but the advent of the scotch egg, not to mention understanding what, how to say what people are from Liverpool are which are Liverpudlians? I can't remember. It was just a crazy thing. You can hear it in today's episode and tomorrow when we carry on with part two of our three-part series, you'll be able to hear more references to Liverpool and uh, port towns and so on and so forth. So it's a, a great fun. I'm glad you're here joining us. Don't forget to join us again tomorrow. And again, if you want to jump in online and see the transcript or some of the the notes or links from today, show notes, etc., you can go to uh, awesomers.com slash 124 to see all of that detail. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.